0: I was riding number nine Heading south from Caroline I heard that long, wow, wow Some whistle
1: blew.
2: Warning, this radio show contains strong language, excessive use of alcohol and tobacco products and A whole lot of bullshit and nudity Here at WBWalker.com are not responsible for any lewd behavior, recklessness, illegal acts, or unwanted pregnancies. Directly caused by listening to this radio show. Viewer discretion is advised.
3: Me. It's old WB Walker, and you're listening to WB Walker's Old Soul Radio Show. Broadcasting on iTunes and over at WBWalker.com. Just want to start out by saying thanks for tuning to me again. Hell, what y'all think of last week's episode? From Crosstown Rivals, Drag the River, and Cold Satellite put on one hell of a show for you, didn't they? But hell, if y'all enjoyed last week's episode, I got a strong feeling. You're gonna enjoy tonight's because, like always, gonna feature three more artists for you. Feature music: Old Jake Penrod, Adam Lee, the Dead Horse Sound Company, and Old James Hand. So, hell, you know, I got a damn good one in store for you this evening. But, hell, before I get to the music, figure i play an interview for you that I did with Old Jake Penrod here yesterday. So, hell, get to the interview. Here's the one and only Jake Penrod on WB Walker's. Old Soul Radio Show. Ow. Well, howdy, friends. It's me, it's me. It's old WB Walker, and you're listening to the Old Soul Radio Show. Broadcasting on iTunes and over at WBWalker.com. Hell, since this is episode 50 and all, I figure I'd do something special for you. We got Jake Penrod on the show this evening. Hell, Say hello to everybody, Jake.
4: Hey, how's
3: it going? i tell you, Jake, I read uh, recently on Facebook where you had put that, uh, that you had retired from your day job as being a cop. Uh, is that something you've done to focus more on music, or uh, what was the, uh, the reason you made the career change?
4: Yes, sir. Um, here, over the last couple of years, uh, the uh, entertainment group that I've worked with has wanted to do a lot with me, uh, tour, do different things like that, and uh, is working as an officer. You know, I had time off that I could take but I really couldn't devote enough time to play music as I wanted to. And uh so some really cool people uh who wanted to back me decided, Well, how about you work for us now? So as of the first of this month, I've been full time musician. Hey, you
3: can't beat that brother. How many times have you been out on patrol and uh maybe have to deal with somebody that uh, that might recognize you as a musician or whatever, as people try to get special treatment from you just because they're a fan or whatever?
4: Yeah, quite a bit. And, uh, you know, a lot of us are, you know, we'll, we'll help anybody we can. But a lot of times, especially when you're first really getting going, uh, you'll have people just come out of everywhere. I had a fellow from, uh, I want to say up in the Midwest somewhere. I want to know, could he come uh, stay at my house? He'll play with him and his brother. He said, we're both musicians. We'd love to play with you. Uh, we don't have a place to stay because
3: we live in your garage. I'm like, are you kidding me? Hell, I was asking a lot, ain't it? It's one thing to want to crash on somebody's couch, but, hey, it's another thing, wanting to move in with somebody?
4: Yeah, man, I do got a carport, though, so they'd be pretty cold. I ain't got a garage.
3: Hell, I heard that. Uh, how's the music thing treating you right now?
4: It seems to be uh, taking off pretty well. Um, I just played a show down in Kernville, Texas, and uh crowd really loved it. I went over to Bandera later that night. Sat in with the band over there and you know, kind of kicked up a little fuss down there. People seem to like what
3: I'm doing. Hell, people from Texas generally have good taste in music. Uh, I tell you, I get so many recommendations. People will send me emails or messages and tell me to check this artist out or that artist out. And I always try to jot you know the names down so when I get the chance I can try to check them out. But I guess the first time I heard your music was on Midnight the Death of Hank Williams when you uh, covered Braxton Shuford on Rock and Chair Daddy.
4: That was. Uh, I was glad that I got to be a part of that. Uh, a few years ago, I started going down to Montgomery every New Year's Eve, and uh, Braxton would be there. And typically, uh, they get him up to sing a few songs. And uh, somebody told him, "Hey, this guy from Texas knows your song." Uh, and so we, they put me and Braxton there on stage together. Uh, we got to, I got to do that with him a few times on that song. So when this, when this project came around. Uh, you know, Joey had me in mind to do that song. I was like, man, this is perfect. So it was, it was pretty cool to be able to pay tribute to Hank and Braxton there at the
3: same time. Hell, it don't get much better than that. Uh, from what I've heard, oh, Hank and Braxton was pretty good buddies. I mean, hell, they wrote Rock and Chair Daddy together. But the first time I ever listened to Midnight, the death of Hank Williams, it uh, really blew me away. Joey had come on the show. He was the first interview I ever done, and he talked a lot about it, and I was really hoping he could get it done. But after listening to it, I was kind of in awe. Because most people, when they do tribute albums, you know, they'll kind of feature 10 artists doing 10 different Hank songs. But his tribute kind of focused more on the man than the uh, music itself. And I think that was a really good way to kind of do it.
4: Yeah, I love the way, uh, the whole concept and the way it came out. Uh, Joey is definitely a historian first. And uh, that really comes across
3: when you listen to that album. Yeah, I agree with you. I've talked to Joey quite a bit about Hank and... Like I said, he really knows his shit. He could really be a Hank Williams historian. Yeah,
4: I've always claimed to know quite a bit about him, but yeah, Joey, he can stump me once in
3: a while. Yeah, well, anybody that listens to your music is going to be able to tell pretty quick that uh, you're more traditional than most artists out there right now. Does that just kind of reflect on what you listened to uh, growing up, or uh, did you listen to something else and uh, you just wanted to make music the way that uh, a lot of people think country music should be heard?
4: when I was really little uh, of course I grew up in the late 80s I was digging George Strait and Dwight Gilcom and Randy Travis and stuff like that and uh, early 90s Clark Brooks came out and you had with the class of 89 with Clint Black and Joe Diffie and all those guys and that was really cool Uh, but I was 8 or 9 years old and there was a commercial on TV one of the infomercials and they were advertising a Hank Williams album and that just kind of grabbed my attention and I started uh, wanted to hear more of that stuff and uh, Hank kind of opened the door to Lefty Frazell and Webb Pierce and stuff like that there used to be a uh, radio program out of Dallas on Saturday nights it would be all request, and people would call in uh, request all night and I was hearing like Baron Young and Stonewall Jackson and stuff like that so I just kind of decided I liked that a little better uh, of course I still love you know George and Randy Travis and Dwight all those guys but uh, there was just something different about that stuff that was coming out of the 50s and 60s that just kind of hit me. I'm like, this is the kind of music I
3: want to make one day. Well, hell, I'm glad that's the direction you chose to go in. You do a good job with it. A buddy of mine, old Tom Ganaway, hell, he's close to 60 years old. Uh, his dad was a radio DJ at Virginia Tech University, and uh, he told me as long as he can remember he's been listening to classic country music. I mean, hell, that's what he grew up on. But uh, I know he's a fan of Wayne Hancock and like Joey Alcorn, so the first time I heard your album, you know, I played it for him, and he was really blown away. But something that we kind of both uh, agreed on was the how the album really sounds like something that could have been recorded like in '51, '52. I mean, just the sound and everything. I mean, I don't know where you recorded it at or really who you worked with, but hell, they really, <laughs> they really got it right. Uh, especially like on uh, "Can't You Hear My Heart a Breaking." I just, I could really probably put it right beside another album that time and I think most people really wouldn't be able to tell which one was recorded in 52 and which one was recorded in you know, 2013 I think is that good so I really appreciate what you're doing man
4: well thanks that, uh, that whole album is actually a product of my own stick mind uh, I kinda joke and say we couldn't afford better musicians I actually played all the tracks on that record and uh, so it took us about six months to get everything recorded just right and uh, Another three months to get it mixed and everything. But everything you hear on the album is me. And so all the arrangements are just stuff that came out of my head, thinking, well, this is probably what this would have sounded like. Uh, And I just, I grew up listening to that old school, you know, all the fills and intros and stuff, and that's just kind of what came out on the album.
3: Yeah, I don't believe you could have done it any better there, brother. But I'll tell you, anybody that uh, played the album for, especially people that's uh, big fans of classic country music, they've all become pretty big Jake Penrod fans. Hell, you definitely got it right. I tell you, uh, we was talking earlier about uh, Midnight, the Death of Hank Williams. What does it mean to you, knowing that a uh, track you done is available for sale at the Hank Williams Museum?
4: That's really cool. Um, of course, uh, it's been about five, six, maybe seven years ago uh, when I started going down there on uh, New Year's and then occasionally I make Hank Williams' birthday celebration down there at the museum. And uh, I got to I got to know Cecil, uh, the man who started the museum, really well. And uh, his daughter Beth, her husband Jeff, and they're all just really cool people. And for a long time, I wondered what I could do, uh, just to do something to help the museum out. When Julie came up with this idea, I was like, that's perfect. Yeah. You know, what better way to kind of pay tribute to the you know great people down there that have done so much to keep Hank's legacy alive? Yeah. I was glad to be a part of that.
3: There's definitely a good bunch of people down there in Montgomery that uh, run the Hank Weeds Museum. i tell you, when Joey was doing the Kickstarter campaign, I really hit it hard. I was doing all I can to try to help get the word out there, you know, to try to help raise the money. And I was kind of worried because it got down like two or three days to go, and he wasn't like maybe halfway to his goal. But at the last minute, you know, it kind of pulled out, and uh, it really worked out. So I'm glad it you know, worked out the way it did. But Wayne Mills, he's an artist that uh, I kind of got turned on to, kind of like you. After listening to him on uh, Midnight, The Death of Hank Williams. And uh, I really liked the track he done with Joey and Kyle. You know, are you sure Hank done it this way? And uh, I had contacted Wayne about playing him on my show, and he hadn't got back to me. And you know, it wasn't long after that, hell you know, we all knew what happened. But uh, after he passed away, I'd got word back, you know, I guess from his camp or whatever, you know, to go ahead and go through with it. And that was one of the hardest shows I ever had to do. But uh, he'll. Uh, you have any uh, shows or anything you're working on right now Is or anywhere you're going to be out on the road?
4: Right now we've got uh, uh, pretty much clean slate since uh, I just left the police department. I've got one April 19th, and it's going to be in the hill country in Texas. I believe Marble Falls. Uh, I may be wrong about the city. Uh, we've got a few other dates in the works, but we're looking at getting the ball rolling pretty heavy here pretty soon.
3: Yeah, I heard that. Uh, hell, have you been writing any music for the uh, next album?
4: Yeah, I've written, and uh, funny you say that, uh, here lately I've had the opportunity to do another album, and I'm still trying to pick the songs. i have spend, you know, it's been two years, just about since I started work on the first album, and uh, I've written probably two albums worth of music and trying to pick just enough songs to go on one, it's kind of, you know, I want to get this done, I want to get this done, and... Uh, only got room for say 12 songs and i've probably got 20 that i want to use so i've definitely got a lot of material i need to get out there
3: Yeah, i heard that uh i'd say the process is pretty hard like you said you got 20 songs and you're trying to pick 12 i mean hell it's probably like trying to choose between one of your kids i mean each song probably means something to you in a different way so i'd say the process is tough
4: yeah it's weird you know you're at one you feel really good about it but you got a bunch more that you know, might be really good. So you think, well, I'll save those to the next album. But by the time you get them, get around to do the next one, you've written just as many
1: more.
4: Yeah. Uh, so it's it, it's tough to you know leave one
3: out that you think might turn into something. Hell, man, I I hear that all the time from different musicians. Hell, one of my close friends is a uh, musician, and there's a lot of songs that uh, he's written here lately that I like. And I've asked him, you know, is this one going to be on the next album? And he's like, Well, I don't know. I kind of got that one on the back burner. So how? Had- I'd say the process of choosing music for an album is, is definitely pretty hard.
4: Yeah, I may go the route Hank 3 went and release four albums at once. Then that, that might work out for me.
3: That's right. Uh, the first song I'm going to play uh, for my listeners from you is uh, So I Wouldn't Want to Cry. How about you tell everybody about that one?
4: That was a weird one. Um, I wrote that sitting in a classroom when I was in college. And uh, I was going through a hard time with the girl I was dating. She literally just wouldn't talk to me. Um... Things were going on behind my back. I later found out about but And during that time, I was just lost. And I'm sitting there in class, not really paying attention to anything. I just start scribbling in the notebook, writing this song. And uh, I put it away. And uh, it was probably a couple months later, I was listening to uh, old John Wesley Rowell song, K. And yeah. uh, he used a chord progression in that, but I'm like, man, that's cool. I need to write something with that in there. and uh I kept playing around with it and just kind of forgot about it well uh probably a month or two after that I'm digging through some notebooks and stuff and I find this song that I wrote sitting in class and uh I'm like well I never came up with a melody for this thing so I start picking at it and playing a little bit and I'm like I found a spot for that chord progression so there's there's like five or six chords in this song uh you know somebody once said country music is three chords in the truth well I'm like how about six or seven so uh Anyway, that's pretty much where the that song came
3: from. It was kind of funny that you mentioned Kay. I had posted that video on uh, YouTube here a while back, and there's a lot of people that wasn't familiar with John Wesley's music. And uh, I mean, I hate to say it, but uh, back when, like, I was a freshman or sophomore in high school, and uh, Daryl Singletary had put his version of that song out, I really liked it, and uh, I didn't have an idea that uh, he didn't write that song. Hell, it's just like uh, the version of the note he done uh, covering Gene Watson. Hell, I thought Daryl had wrote that song. He's definitely got the ability to uh, take a song and make it his own. But hell, that's the thing about uh, people covering people's music. Uh, sometimes, you know, if you really dig into it uh, by listening to a song that uh, somebody's covered, it may turn you on to the original artist. But uh, where can people go to uh, find out more about your music?
4: Well, I've actually got the, we're reworking my website as we speak, uh, but jakepenrod.com. They'll have tour dates, music, info, pretty much anything you want to know about me uh, that isn't classified. It'll be there on that website. And uh, like you said, I've got music on iTunes. You can check it out on Amazon. I think Google Play, and there's probably a few others pirated out there somewhere.
3: Yeah, I tell you, ever since I picked Closer to Me up on iTunes, I've listened to the hell out of it. I mean, if we had more people like you that's trying to really keep the traditional country music alive, you know, playing the music that's in your heart, and we'd be in a lot better shape.
4: Well, thanks, man. That means a lot. And, you know, me and a few others of us out here are kind of trying to beat it into their heads. Yeah. So, you know, do it this way again, but we'll we'll see what happens in the future. We may, we may gain some ground.
3: I tell you, I'm doing everything I can to uh, start my boys out on good music. Uh, the other day, we was watching Robin Hood, and he kind of got this uh, puzzled look on his face, and... When that old rooster started singing, he kind of looked at me and he said, Dad, is that Roger Miller? So that definitely made me smile and made me realize I'm doing something right. But, hell, up next on the Old Soul Radio Show, figure I'd play you one from Jake Penrod off his latest release, 2013's Closer to Me. So here's Jake Penrod with I Wouldn't Want to Cry. Hell, appreciate you coming on there, brother.
0: Well, thanks. And said, I love you. And when did you kiss me just because you wanted to? Oh, I can't even remember the last time that you reached out to me to hold you closer and give my love to you. Oh, I. touching you so now i'm here just wishing you would just pretend you want me so i wouldn't want to cry Just pretend you want me, so I wouldn't wanna cry. My heart a-breaking See the tears begin to fall Don't you hear my voice a-crying I don't think you care at all How can you forget the memories That we made just you and me You're so cold you have no heart, dear else you couldn't be so mean to break it. See the tears begin to fall Don't you hear my voice of crying I don't think you care at all How can you forget the memory that we made just you and me You're so cold you have no heart, dear You couldn't be so mean Though I'll never love again breaking see the tears begin to fall Don't you hear my voice crying I don't think you care at all How can you forget the memories that we made just you and me You're so cold you have no heart dear else you couldn't be so mean
3: was So I Wouldn't Want to Cry, followed by Can't You Hear My Heart a-Breaking, off its latest release, 2013's Closer to Me, which is available on iTunes. And it's also available for you over at WBWalker.com. The little Amazon widget I got set up. So, hell, no matter where you get your music, bigger up. The whole damn album's absolutely amazing. But, hell, up next in the old Soul Radio Show, figure out how to play a couple on Adam Lee, the Dead Horse Sound Company. So get to the music. There's Adam Lee and the boys. Whiskey for breakfast. On WB Walker's Old Soul. Radio show. Ow.
5: Thoughts of school and my mama bid me please to settle down. Well, I told her that I would, but I was fooling. Lord knows I can't resist the traveling slow. Because that old motor's coming that old guitar's strumming, leaving behind all we know. Well, it's just big highway for the next several days. Lord, I was born for the road. Because it's whiskey for breakfast Whiskey at the show Old Mac will have another round Will I ever quit drinking? Lord, I don't know But it's whiskey for breakfast on the road I had a girl that tells me that she loves me Just kissing me and begging me to stay Well, I told her I just can't and she just me I'll rest all when they lay me in the clay Because that old motor know there's in them old guitars Drumming me behind all we know Well, it's just the highway haze for the next several days Lord, I was born for the road 'Cause it's whiskey breakfast, whiskey at the show. Old man, we'll have another round. Will I ever quit drinking, Lord, I don't know. But it's whiskey breakfast on the road. That's just whiskey breakfast on the road. Full drinking. Oh, I've been missing you since you've been gone. Oh, I pray I.
3: Breakfast, followed by Wishful Drinking of their latest release, 2010's When the Spirit Moves Me, which is available on iTunes. And this one's also available for you over at WBWalker.com. So hell, while you waiting on? Pick her up. The whole damn album's pretty damn good. But up next on the old soul radio show, if you gotta play a couple, old James Hand, so get to the music, you James Hand with Please Me When You Can. W.B. Walker's Old Soul Radio Show. Ow.
6: Just like this. Now, babe, I know what you're doing. And you know what is fair. So save my heart from ruin. With an occasional breath of air, And if you spread spread it thinner And I'll be your middle man And I'll always be a winner If you please, please me when you can Oh, there's another and I know it I'm not that big a fool But I ain't ever gonna blow it by calling for a duel, so if you spread it spread it thinner and i'll be your sandwich man and i'll always be a winner if you please please me when you can But I ain't ever gonna blow it by calling for a duel So if you spread it, spread it thinner And I'll be your man is And I'll always be a winner If you please please me when you can again you're gone and I'm left to carry on but through experience I have learned that when you're tired of the new love you've acquired once again back to me you'll return Many long nights I spent all alone and lonely Wondering where on earth you went and why you disowned me Still I'll let you return when you want to I guess that makes me your favorite food Not to let My broken heart forget The feelings that I have When you're just mine But still and all you see I'm awful lonely Waiting for you to come back One more time Many long nights I spent all alone Wondering where on earth you went and why you disowned me Still I'll let you return when you want to I guess that makes me your favorite fool
3: james hand with please me when you can followed by favorite fool off his latest release 2012's mighty lonesome man which is available on itunes and this one's also available over at wbwalker.com so hell figure up, friends the whole damn albums pretty damn good and i guarantee you mr james hand you're much obliged but hell up next on the old soul radio show i'll I play a couple more well, Jake Penrod, so get to the music. Here's Jake for Tomorrow Night on W.B. Walker's Old Soul Radio Show. I wow. do
0: They say I drink too much And I don't know when to stop That I'm really gonna make my life a mess But they don't know my secret How I know just when to quit And I put down the bottle And give the wine a rest When I quit thinking of you I quit drinking I put down the bottle when you're off my mind When I'm not lonely anymore And I stop pacing across the floor my life, but they don't know how it is, I know when I've had enough, and I put up a bottle
1: I'm
0: through drinking until tomorrow night Birds singing in the trees. I listen to the peaceful sound of the wind blowing through the leaves. Then, somewhere between asleep and awake, I slowly realize. This was gonna be a sad, sad day Cause last night you said goodbye It all started coming back The things you said to me The hours that I laid awake And cried myself to sleep Why did I have to wake up? You weren't on my mind Now I'm all alone in sorrow Cause you're no longer so hard for me to face this sad new day to start my life without you since you have gone away I wish I could just go back to dreaming like I was and stay asleep forever and not wake up Because when I was dreaming, you weren't gone, I wasn't crying.
3: Penrod with Tomorrow Night, followed by When I Was Dreaming his Latest Release. 2013's Closer to Me, but a hell. If you'd like to find out more about old Jake Penrod, head your big ass on over to JakePenrod.com. Hell, check his tour dates out from time to time, so when old Jake hits the road, you'll know if he's coming to town close to you, but a hell. Up next, on the old Soul radio show, figure I'll play a couple more. Old Adam Lee and the Dead Horse Sound Company, so hell get to the music. There's old Adam and the boys never have to choose on WB Walkers Old Soul Radio Show Wow.
5: Oh that I
2: Well, I've been traveling Oh, mama, I've been moving From misery to ruin Just a few blocks down the street And I've been working On perfecting all my habits I'm sure that I'll stick at it Just as long as I can say I was never One for honesty or romance No, I never learned to slow dance Right as it might seem My routines consist of bars and beds and so on Cause I've been flying solo so long Chasing drinks instead of dreams
4: and the street lights
2: go off and on on every corner. Here's a Christian man just crying on the street. From a payphone to this lonely old receiver. I hear cracking your voice and I know what it means. There, with her boots on and shy and silent face. Well, it's been two years, but I still see you around As 'cause I've been shucking six strings from town to town, stealing kisses and begging for relief. And the streetlights go off and on on every corner. A Christian man just crying on the street. From a place home to this lonely old receiver, I hear cracking your voice. I've been traveling, oh mama, I've been moving from misery to ruin, just a few blocks down the street, and I've been working on perfecting all my habits, I'm sure that I'll stick at it just as long as I can And the street lights go off and on, on every corner. There's a Christian man just crying on the street. From a play phone to this lonely old receiver. Oh, Lord, I hear cracking your voice, and I know what it means. I hear cracking.
3: Sound Company with Never Have to Choose, followed by Misery to Ruin, with their latest release, 2010s, When the Spirit Moves Me. But hell, if you like to find out more, battle Adam Lee and the Dead Horse Sound Company. Head your big ass on over to adamleeband.com. And while you're there, check their Tour Dates out, See if Adam and the Boys comes anywhere close to where you live. But hell, up next on the Old Soul Radio show, we're gonna play you a couple more. Old James Hand, so get to the music. Or James Hand, the title track of his 2012 release with Mighty Lonesome Man on W.B. Walker's Old Soul Radio Show. Ow.
6: I know What it's like To just stop trying And the reason I know I'm a mighty Lonesome man I know How it feels When night starts falling And God. And I know what sorrow steals when I start crawling it's like to be lonely. And I know what you will never understand. I know what it's like to just stop trying. And I know cause I And the reason I know I'm a mighty lonesome man The years I've been loving you The tears that I've put you through Now they are through The years I've been loving you I realize that I'm to blame While my heart dies your stays the same In a world that's oh so blue The years I've been loving you For the years I've been loving
3: you. So, James Hand with Mighty Lonesome Man, followed by Years I've Been Loving You, off his latest release. 2012's Mighty Lonesome Man. But hell, if you like to find out more, why well, don't James Hand head your big ass on over to jamesslimhand.com. And while you're there, check his tour dates out. See what well, James Hand comes anywhere close to where you live. But friends, it is getting me out of time again. Time for old WB to pack on up Mosion. mosey on. Before I go, just like say thanks, teaching every one of you that took the time to listen to this old radio show of mine again. I sure appreciate it, guys. Also like to say thanks to a Jake Penrod or Adam Lee and the Dead Horse Sound Company or James Slim Hand for giving me the opportunity to play some damn fine music for you all. I sure do appreciate it, guys. Also like to say thanks to a brother of mine, or Glenn Simpson, for once again providing me with some of the finest old instrumental music I've ever heard. I sure appreciate it. But hell, if you like to find out more about me, your big ass on over to wbwalker.com. There's links to my Facebook, my Twitter, and my Instagram. Hell, while you there, pick you up a sticker or hell, pick you up a koozie. Support the show. Before I go, I figure I play you one more. with well, Jake Penrod. So hell, get to the music. You're Jake Penrod. Covering old hero King Williams for you, off the 2009 release Hank Williams Remembered, Volume Two with Ramblin' Man. But I tell you, I've had a damn good time making this episode for y'all. I sure hope y'all enjoy it. But hell, make sure you tune in next week. It's going to be the one-year anniversary show. I tell you, it's going to be a damn good time. But hell, like always, y'all take it easy. Have you a good one. Old WB, see you next week. Ow.
0: can see. something over the hill that I gotta see. Sometimes it's hard, but you gotta understand when the